Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Breakfast at Champions Sunday morning, 10 a.m. live every Sunday with Coach Brandon Menings and myself, Matt Trahan. Brandon, happy Sunday. Good morning. Happy Sunday, indeed. Good morning to you. Man, you're coming with the, the velvety pipes right off the rip today, huh? Listen, I, you know what? I, I have been looking forward to this all weekend long, all right? So we're coming in hot. We're doing our thing. It, it has to happen. You know, right, you. before we get kicking and rolling, Coach, as always, listen, uh, this this podcast is brought to you by Catman Sports. If you're looking for athletic apparel, some super hot gear, or you need a guy, check out Catman Sports in Fairhaven. He's first class. He'll hook you up. Russ Caterley, the Catman, Route 6 Fairhaven, 508-99-666-16, Catman Sports. Also like to mention, um, we also have another supporter. Do you need a new roof or home improvement needs? Call the Roche Brothers, taking care of all of a cushion it. First class family with integrity. They do it all from your roofing needs to renovations and custom care. Check out the Roche Brothers. Don't call anyone else. Call the Roche Brothers. All right, coach. It's Sunday morning. You know, it's been a long week. I don't know about you, but, uh, I certainly hugged the pillow a little bit this morning. I had a full intention of getting up early, getting after it, and uh, I needed that extra hour of sleep. I, on the rare occasion, didn't <laughs> even uh, try to wake up this morning. Set the alarm for 8.45 and all. Oh, it was, I knew I needed to sleep in. You know, when you, your body tells you you need it, I needed yep. it. So, and it was glorious, I got to tell you. Absolutely oh, listen, there's, no, there's nothing better than being like, ah, another 15 minutes. Ah, another 15 minutes. Uh, and, and the body tried. 4.30, I was up rolling around. I said, we're not doing this today. <laughs> no. Nope. We are not doing this to ourselves today. <laughs> right back to bed. Head pillow over the head. Out. N nice. Nice. Yes, well, yes, I'll have to deal with groceries later on tonight. That's, you know, which... It is, an, it is an intrusion in the evening, right? Because it's like, ah, you know, I don't know. Well, I'm, I hoping my... to roll the, I'm hoping to roll the dice and say, I can scrape together enough for lunch tomorrow and then go tomorrow after practice. Been there, done that. Yeah. Do, the, do the, you know, the feet on fire Monday afternoon, Monday night grocery shop. Yeah, just, fly, do, you know? just fly through, fly through. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, though, Sunday night isn't that bad if you go like an hour before closing, you know. Yeah. I, not bad. I'm not, I'm not going on Sunday night. I got I got film to watch. I got game plan to do. There ain't nothing. Ain't none of that going on. So you'll you'll be yeah you'll be going tomorrow. You'll yeah, be going. Sun, Sunday's my gimmick, man. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, um, listen. You saw me. We were on a, a couple minutes ago. I was still shoveling down breakfast because it was one of those mornings where you know we stayed in late, late, and I needed to get something in my belly. So, how about you? What was it? Uh, well, again, I slept in, so I'll be cooking breakfast after this. But I think we're rocking some eggs, Manny, today. Oh, I got, I got the Chirico patties ready to roll, you know, nice. What I did do though was brew myself a nice cup of iced coffee. Some, some Italian stuff, a uh, perfecto blend. Ooh, outstanding. I, I love, I love the fact dark and that. velvety. Ooh, dark and velvet. Dark and mm -hmm. vel you know what? That could be, that could be your, your stage name, dark and velvet. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or your wrestling, wrestling name, whichever. <laughs> we'll see. So speaking of coffee, Coach, uh, you know, obviously we had the game the other night in New Bedford High, and uh, I have I have had quite a few good cups of coffee with with uh, Tom Toppy. We were uh, at a conference. That's where the Ethiopian came from. That's where we, you know, that's the, the Ethiopian story. So I saw him prior to the game, and he flipped me a bag of Dean's Beans. Ethiopian blend uh, was not ground. 
had to grind it myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> the food processor. Oh my God. The, the wafts that came out of that thing was like, wow. I felt like I was, I, I was in a, a foreign Island somewhere. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so nice. I, I am enjoying some Dean's beans, Ethiopian coffee this morning. And you know, it puts nice. a smile on my face. Nice. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to on top. It was a, uh... Well put together for us. He greeted us on the way in. Um, beautiful facility, Oof. and and really was a an, an excellent excellent place to play a football game. So shout out, Mr. Toppy. I appreciate it. Yeah, Mr. Toppy is a quality guy, and uh, got to spend a little time with him, which was nice too. You know, what I mean, because he's got a lot of stuff going on, and you know, uh, off the rip. You know, he told me, you know, you you've seen it before. They just purchased that uh, that machine that lines the fields for you, what? Oh, and oh. and he show and he showed me some stuff. It's like. So it's it's all it's all about technology, right? It's it, you know, What's I it like even, a Roomba, but for the football field, kind of like a Roomba for the football <laughs> field. And the thing's not big; it's probably no bigger than you know a briefcase. The thing goes down as a starting point, and this thing just you you program it, and the thing goes ham. It just goes nuts. The lines start going everywhere, and you know, me being you know semi technologically you know based, I'd be worried about the thing going like haywire, and all of a sudden you got all these crazy. But hey, it looked great. You saw that you saw on the sideline. He had all of the boxes, you know, spaced out and and everything else. They're definitely doing it right. I mean, he is doing it right. So much so that from what I'm hearing, they they may be getting you know some new turf soon. No kidding. And that that field was in great shape. I thought it was, it was. fantastic. Yeah, it was a nice it was a nice surface to play on. Absolutely, yep. first class all the way, right down to the the guys who handled the uh, the field the the Jack Nobrega field house. You know what I mean? They. Couldn't have been more accommodating, you know, super helpful, hot spot here, press box there. You guys were all set. Everything, everything was good. Um, we're certainly going to take our, our time and, and make sure that, you know, uh, I think I mentioned to you about YouTube live. Good. People got to see the event. Um, there are some, you know, I would, I would certainly like to be able to turn the comments off because, you know, everybody wants to make mention of, oh, we can't hear this. or you know, I, I, the scoreboard is a little blurry or whatnot. And, you know, listen, it's our first go around. We're doing the best we can with it. I thought, you know, watching it back, I thought thought the game looked great, you know, visibility-wise. There's some minor tweaks on our end, but all in all, not disappointed. No, it's a process, man. It's a process, you know. Yep, yep. Every, every week, get a little better, just like the team. Just get a little better every day, and that, that's all we can hope for, you know. That's it, and that's what so we're going to do. So, so I didn't tell you what I had for breakfast. Nothing really overwhelming. <laughs> I didn't ask. Yeah, I know you didn't ask, but that's okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> Very simple. Two eggs in the pan. Season up a little salt and pepper. American cheese. Three slices of bacon on the side. I'm good. Excellent. I'm good. Excellent. I'm feeling all right. You know, I, I will be hungry around lunchtime. Although I will tell you, uh, last night, ended up going down to uh, Rafa's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I'll tell you all about it. I, you know, we uh, you know ended up getting um, chicken broccoli ziti. Yep. Uh, with extra chicken, well done, because there is a tendency sometimes where, you know, the chicken's cooked, but it's, I like it brown. I like it like, you know, a little crisp to it, you know. Um, ate the chicken and broccoli, had no ziti. So, nice. yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah, listen, I think that's the toughest thing with all of this is eating out is sometimes a little, you know, you're like, ah, oh, I want that, but I, I gotta want that in front of me. You know what I mean? That kind I, of thing. Uh, I, I will tell you, and I'll I'll make it I'll make an admission. <laughs> we had captain's place for dinner last night. I'm very nice. So you know the the shish kebab, you know the kind of spit shish kebab. Yeah, we some peppers, onions, all that good stuff, and the veg. I may have had a stuffed kohog. Oh, oh, listen, you deserve it. 
You, you know, you, you, hey, listen, I eat my feelings, you know, <laughs> I eat my feelings. It's an issue. Yeah, listen, it wasn't it wasn't an extra large pizza. It was a stuffed quahog. Right, right. No big it was deal. excellent. Oh, <laughs> a little bit Frank's on there. Oh man, now you're talking. Yes, now you're talking. Yes, Another good spot uh, down the down the road is Blue Point. I, I know I mentioned yeah. this to you. Went in there for the first time. Very, very nice. Uh, a nice little bar in there, and their food is always good and reasonable. You know, Mozambique is off the charts. Have had the Mozambique. Yep, I've had it. The, you know, you can get a shrimp Mozambique appetizer for like ten dollars. I mean, <laughs> how do you go wrong? You know, no. you would think though. That this was a uh, was like a dinner show, you know. The, the first the first ten minutes, I'm just it's it just watering. You know what I mean? I'm you just know, like, you know, it's funny. I, our guest <laughs> to, today's guest was at our game the other night, yeah, covering the game, and uh, he said, "Man, I was listening to you guys on the way here or whatever, and I was hungry in the first ten minutes." I said, "Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Next time, just fast forward. You know, just skip yeah. skip through the first ten minutes of, of, yeah. of diet talk." Cause- yeah, the, the the first ten minutes is all about you know the the finer the, the finer points of you know of dining. So it is what it is. Yeah, we had to talk about what we like. You know what I mean? Food, That's it. Sports. Well, yeah. Listen, nothing wrong with that. I am finding though that uh, you know breakfast and lunch are just whatever, right? But come dinner time. It's gotta be, it, yeah, it's got to be something. It's got to be something good, you know. So, hey, although I, I have to tell you, I I had such good, so, so good of a salad this week at school that I had to do it again on Friday. Well, you talked me into it. You talked me. I mean, and, and I'm not, you know, usually with salad, it's it's it, it's 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 cold and crisp. But when you put a couple of steak tip medallions on there for six bucks, yes, I mean, sir. how do you how do you, how do you go wrong? That was that was. The two, the two things that I can have, and, and they were pretty darn good. And they so, know me so well to put the extra Caesar on the side so I can dip the steak tips in it. I think I got your order because I, I got two as well. Yeah, that's how we get down. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Listen, enough about food. Enough about food. We, we could talk food all day, couldn't we? Uh, as you enjoy that nice that nice Italian coffee, and I'm having a little Ethiopian here. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about um, – you know, the vaccination process and wanted to give a couple shout outs. So, you know where I'm going with this, right? So we'll, you know, we'll talk for a minute about that. Really, Brandon, I have to say, you know, one, the vaccination thing is a thing and it's, and it's coming along, you know, I, you know, we're ahead of schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Biden's ahead of schedule, tons of shots, you know, happening every single day. What I will say is this, the most disappointing I was number 291,417 distributed at Gillette Stadium. Oh, excellent. You got your numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful. I was supposed to be right there with you, yeah. and uh, I had put my name on a list at CVS down the street like two weeks ago. Yeah. It was 30 pages long. So they made it through the 30 pages, and I got a call on Thursday. Hey, can you come down? So I came down. I went yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem is, is I find it's very difficult to – uh, you know, navigate the internet through all of the CVS, all of the Walgreens, everything, you know, every time you look at it, everything's fully booked. Right, so, right. you know, you take it when you can get it, but mm-hmm. I will say that I, you know, I wouldn't say any um, really adverse reaction to it, but I, you know, had a dull headache for a good, a good two days, you know. Yeah, I, I, I was a little sore Friday, but that was my, about it. I'm, I'm finally over it. It was a good two and a half days, you know, it just, it was like, Oh man, you know, you felt like you got, you know, a little dead leg right in the arm, you know, yeah. but well, they advised to, to use it, to exercise it. So I got up and went to the gym and did arms Friday morning. You know what I mean? Smart. Like, what, what the hell? Smart. Got to give a know. shout out though. Got to give a shout out to, uh, to Zach Batello. I mean, he is, he is the vaccine broker. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I love it, you know, and I don't typically get up to text messages or phone calls, but you know, when I, when I, then the phone dings and it's like, Hey, what's your, what's your birthday? Hey, what's this? I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, he's getting me a vaccine. I love this guy. Yeah. So, so much so that he, you know, he helped me out and, um, the missus is going at one o'clock today. Excellent. Yeah, not, not only, not only is he the huddle guy, he's a <laughs> he's great a, coach and he's a vaccine broker, man. He's a, he's a he vaccine just keeps broker. adding titles to this poor guy, he's you know, everybody he's helping everybody. Oh, he's it, it, it is difficult, Brandon. And I know he said he's up to like 20 some odd people. He's helped get vaccines. You and I were, you and I were on a list. Yeah. 60, 60 thousandth in line to get, you know, to get a vaccine. And I, was, I was Mr. 80,000. <laughs> oh, which by the way, doesn't make sense. Cause I signed on after you and I was 20,000 ahead. So in the same building on the same internet, so none <laughs> of that makes sense. At all. It is what it is. It is what it is. I hope everybody, you know, takes advantage of it when it, when it's out and, you know, I'm getting my second shot on the fifth, just want to, you know, kind of put it to bed and, and, and be done with it. You know what I mean? I will say the operation at Gillette was first class. It was I've heard that. Out. It was yeah. everyone was so friendly. I mean, I was. It was funny. You you go in, they you know you slide your paper through the glass and they check you in. You sanitize, new mask, all that. Yep. And then they have this poster, and it's like seven questions. Can you can you answer yes to any of these questions? And in my own, I'm me. I'm going along. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> the woman looks at me. She goes. That was the happiest, most positive nose I've ever heard in my life. I said, <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. We're all here for the right reason, right? So, yep. But a first class operation up at Gillette. I got, you know, in and out. I mean, I didn't wait in line at all. That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, I got the shot, waited my 15 minutes, got to take my my selfies from the, from the you know, the, the, <laughs> the premier box. And, yep. you know, yep. had, they had the, the field all lit up and everything and took a few pictures and all that stuff. It was, uh, like I said, first class operation. It's nice that they made that, you know, nice for people. You know, I mean, you go in there for something that you're probably would rather not do, but at least they made it, you know, seamless. And, and of course, you got to see the field too, which is cool. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I was, you know, I'm not a big fan of any of that medical no, procedure stuff. And no, no. I, I damn near walked out of the, the doctor's office on Thursday just getting blood work because someone's attitude wasn't where I wanted it to be. So I was like, I'm walking out of here. And then I said, no, nah, I won't. Yeah. But, um, you know, just, First, first class operation was great. So, um, oh. and it's always nice to go to Gillette. I was early, so I got up into Bass Pro and got myself some new, uh, some new game day pants to wear, some, some waterproof jobs. So, it's a destination. Uh, it's a destination. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I, I give you a little. I tell you how I feel about about needles. I, you know, I, I reflect back to being a kid, and I remember my my mother at about ten years old. I had to, I she had to sit on my lap because I was like squirming like a worm. I was like, I know, I'm hated hated the vaccination hated all you know all of that stuff now it's just like yeah suck it up nancy you'll be fine yeah the, you know the, the, the woman who distributed my shot <laughs> i'm i'm wearing you know football football sh jacket shirt whatever of course. I just got out of practice i put on whatever was dry because it was raining and uh <laughs> i'm like hey just so you know i'm looking away she goes Mr. Football Coach, you can't even take a little needle. <laughs> I'm calling your kids. I went. Oh, uh, they would love this. Oh yeah. They would oh, love yeah. this. But, yep. Hey, yeah, listen, well, who likes same needles? Thing. Oh God. And uh, here I am. I got tattoos and stuff. And she's like, I got tattoos too. I get it. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> too but, funny. Like, you say that about the needles. You know, one of the, actually probably one of the worst things I've ever had to see, Dylan. His little fourth birthday split his chin. Yeah. And you don't realize the strength of a four-year-old. 
Yeah. And they're, they're, oh, yeah. But, so they're trying to stitch his chin. And it was, I had to physically yep. restrain him yeah. as his father in the emergency room while these poor nurses and doctors are trying to stitch his chin together. Mo most horrifying thing I've ever done as a father, as a human. It was awful. Yeah. Awful. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the worst. I'd, I'd say, that kid I'd is say strong. I, I, oh, yeah. Listen, oh. When, when kids are going buck wild, forget it. Yeah, good luck holding them down. I'll, I'll tell you another one, you know, and we can get off the needles because, you know, listen, it, it, two or three, two or three minutes of talking about is enough. But sorry, I had, enough. sorry I, folks. What's up? Oh, listen. Hey, listen. We went off on a tangent here. Yeah, no, we're still, I'm still I'm still not feeling the tip of my thumb after almost putting it, you know, taking it right off in the uh, the circular saw there. But I don't know um, what you're talking about. oh, my God, that was like a total nightmare. And they needed to they hit me with like nine needles all around the thumb just to kind of like nerve block it. I don't know what hurt more, the needle or the thumb. It was like, I was like, the thing's like this long. I'm like, what are we doing with that? <laughs> I had a cortisone shot in yep. my hand once. It was the most, and <laughs> miserable, miserable right. experience. It's still not right. The only other one, <clears throat> a terrible note, I had an MRI on my shoulder when I was in high school, and they did the one with the liquid injection. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost punched a chick in the face. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you, I'm white knuckle squeezing a hole through the hospital table on the back end yep. while she's trying to find the uh, joint on the other side. Oh, my uh, God. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Awful. Awful. All right, folks. So don't be scared of needles. I mean, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so turn, turn the page, Brandon. I, I definitely want to talk oh, to you God. about, about match, match Madness, right? So, um, Listen, you know, I, this is my one of my favorite times of the year. You know, you get to see good quality basketball. You get to see some of the mid-level, the the mid to high, knocking off people, and and you and you, know, you get the Cinderella stories and whatnot. Um, Ohio State, you know, obviously took it on the chin, right? And mm -hmm. you know, there's a, there's a few others that have been bounced out. But I was watching Sports Center, for, you know, a very brief period of time this morning, and it, listen, the VCU thing stinks. Yeah. That's rough. Not no, so VCU's out. They never even got to get in uniform, all due to COVID. Um, but as the story progressed, they they basically said they had enough players to play the game. Oh. They could have played the game. They, but again, I mean, how do you how do you know like those players that have it didn't obviously right. you know what I mean? So and and, and you know the AD came on and, and the head the head coach are very very good about the whole thing. You know, I'm sure the kids are you know, really not handling it well, but they, they were, they were great. You know, they were great. And I think, you you know, there's a couple other teams out there that that's had, it's a no contest. They're calling it a no contest Oregon moved on and, you know, right. continue with the bracket. So that's tough, man. That's tough. And, and, but I get it. I mean, I told our kids pregame part of my pregame yep. Friday was you, nothing's promised. We could be done tomorrow. Right. right. Your season could be over. So don't leave anything behind. Right. You know, right. um, because you don't know. You don't yeah. know. Anything could happen at any point. So yeah, those poor kids, I mean, especially D1 athletes, college, you know, scholarship athletes. Yep. That's what they're there to play for. They're there for the dance. And VCU was what? It was an 8-9 game. Were they an 8 seed and Oregon was a 9, I think? I believe so. So that could have went either way, and they would have had oh, to yeah. match up with a 1 afterwards, which whatever. Right. You know? Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. I mean, but you knew you knew that you know that was going to happen uh, somehow, some way, right? I mean, the girl the the girls are going to be kicking off pretty soon too. You know, um, 
UConn, I'm going UConn all the way. I mean, how do you not? Four, if you know, four in a row, this is probably going to be five. They got the best freshman in, in America. You know, that's that, the one thing that I don't understand is, again, you know, we, we deal with high school athletes, but, you know, when you see the, you know, when you see the NBA, I get that. But when you see college athletics and you're watching the game, you see the kids on the floor with no masks, but everybody else on the sideline has a mask on. Now, you know, in Massachusetts and across the, the country, if you play in a high school sport, more than likely you're in a mask. Right. So the only thing I can attribute to that, you know, to, to the college is that they've got to be getting tested, you know, daily or, or whatever it may yeah. be. But, yeah. you know, I'm looking at that and I'm going, you know, that almost doesn't even look right. You know what I mean? Being in, being in what we're in right now, you know, seeing our kids, you know, do everything in a mask. The inconsistencies are wild, but I, I, yeah. I do pretty sure they're being tested daily. If yep. not multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, I think during the college football season, I, I saw that, you know, they're being tested not only on the way into school, but on the way into practice, things like that. Yeah. Um, you, so, but the inconsistencies are wild, you know, even watching like some of the UMass Dartmouth basketball games. Yeah. When they were, you know, shout out to them too, for winning, winning their, their, you know, the huge, huge. Yeah. Um, some kids had masks on, some didn't. And, you know, we talked to Frank earlier about it, about, you know, all the procedures on the sidelines and things like that. So the inconsistencies are wild. The inconsistencies are wild in our game, you know, right. It just, you, you, you do what you got to do to make it, to, to get it done. Yeah. That's, that's all you can do. That's yeah. true. But shout out to you and, and your staff. Cause I'm, I mean, you know, I was, I was very pleasantly, you know, not surprised, but when I, when I saw the pictures in, in the paper, I was like, every picture was kids socially distant. There was no huddles. There was no, you know what I mean? Like, that, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And, and I can't, I'm not putting anybody down. Trust me. Everybody's got a, their own cross to bear. We're, we're doing the very best that we can. Um, I can say that I've seen a lot of pictures from, from other schools and, eh, you know, the six, three feet thing's not really happening, but I think we, we did our best. And, and you know what? Tom was extremely helpful to have those boxes on the field. I think that just makes it that much easier. You have a, you have a clear area where you need to be, you know? So yeah. there well, is that. Our kids are, our kids are, are stellar. They, they, yep. they're going to do whatever you ask them to do. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, I've said it multiple times. I'll say it till I turn blue in the face. I have the best coaches in the entire world. Um, Very true. Everything's been smooth. Everything's been smooth so far. Um, yep. And even you know, we had a night practice last week, and took at some of the pitchers and looking at our sideline, and all their buckets are staggered six feet apart on the sideline, and I had nothing to do with that. The kids did that on their own. And I yep. said, "Oh, they get it. They get it." You know, so yep. it's really a credit to them. I'm just the maestro. I just stand up on the ivory tower and point fingers. Bobby um, Bowden. Bobby Bowden. <laughs> Bl blow the whistle, coach. Blow the whistle. Oh, don't oh, you blow mean the this? You don't mean blow this? the whistle. Press you the mean button. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use yeah, that yeah, electronic yeah. whistle we got you there. You know how many times I've lost that in the middle of the field already? <laughs> oh, we just got to make sure nobody <laughs> runs it over with a lawnmower. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. So, you know, you know, we, we're going to talk a little bit about basketball today and, and, and certainly with our, with our special guest as well, too. But, you know, flipping through Sports Center, and I, I never get, and I would never be happy about somebody being injured, right? I, you know, that's just not who I am. Um, but, you know, I, I say but, I shouldn't even say but. Uh, I happen to flip the channel and on Sports Center, the Lakers are missing Anthony Davis and now LeBron James, right? So I'm not happy that they're hurt. Um, I, I'm certainly okay with the fact that the Lakers don't have that two headed monster and they're, yeah. and they're back two and a half games. So, you know, uh, again, if the if the Celtics are going to play the way that they're playing, I certainly don't want to see the, the you know the Lakers in first place and and, and winning another one. So, um, the, the the injury looked pretty 
you know, significant the way they banged into his leg and he kind of, you know, rolled, they said high ankle sprain. Those are never fun. No, no. Dirty player. No. Uh, he looked like he was going for the ball. He looked like he was going for the ball, you know, the shoulder into the leg, I think it was inadvertent, you know, right. um, I mean, they'll only, they'll only replay that a thousand times over. You know. Because it's LeBron, and oh yeah, he's the best player in the game, so I get it. Right. I mean, if someone did that to Michael back in the day, it would have been hell to pay too. Oh god, um, yeah. I, I'm not upset to see the Lakers not be. Yeah, you know, welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah. You know, only only because it's the Lakers. If if this was another team, would the story be different? I don't know. Sure. You know. Um, Same. I, I, I don't know that. They, what what? Only thing I can say is that wherever they sneak in the playoffs, because they will. Yeah, of course. Everyone will be healthy for the playoffs and watch out. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're the best team well, basketball. You and I talked about it a month and a half ago. Um, you know, these guys did not get a long time to rest their bodies. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that soft tissue is going to be, is an issue. You know, mm-hmm. the day in and day out is an issue. Um, you know, you just look at it and you go, well, you know, injury is going to happen. But I think you're starting to see guys be more. Anthony Davis, he, I, I don't want to call him injury prone, but he's been, he's been out, you know, off and on. Right from the beginning. And that was my number one draft pick in my draft. And he's injured. And ask me how the draft's going. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Keep rocking, Katie. I love it. <laughs> my, listen, my wife's going to win all that pool money because, oh, you know, I, I just, I stopped. I stopped moving guys around. I don't even care anymore. I don't care. And the bragging, oh, the bragging rights are out the window. Come on. You're that GM? Ah, we're not winning. So I'm just going to tank. Come on. Yeah, I don't. I, I told you long ago. I don't like the way the points are assigned. You know, a couple guys take a charge and they get in. You know, they get in points. Are you the commissioner? No, no, I'm oh, not. Oh, I'm say because the commissioner can change that. Oh well, I will be the commissioner in the near future because I didn't like the way this thing rolled <laughs> <went. laughs> Good grief! Oh god. So you know, while while we're on basketball and and we're certainly going to talk, you know, talk sports with our special guest in a minute or two. Uh, yeah. Super excited to have him. Uh, we, listen, we got to talk about this because, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but you know how I feel. And you know what I said a while back, is this reminiscent of last year where, where, where you know, I'm watching, I'm watching basketball, watching the Celtics and I'm, and I'm, and I'm cringing and I'm upset and I'm watching, and I'm yelling at the TV because again, it's the same thing as last year. You know, you get a lead, you're looking good. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it gets flushed right down, right down the tubes. This team's not good. No, they're not good. No, they're not good. They're not good. No, and and, and they've got some pieces. Are they set to win a championship this year? No. So you ride it out. You you fire the coach. You 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 bring in. You short a guy or two. You make something happen, and that's too bad because I think Brad Stevens is a great coach, but he needs to move. It just I agree. It needs to move on. And and they were talking about it. hockey. Hockey and basketball coaches have a real short lifespan. They yep. lose locker rooms. Um, so I'll give a shout out to Rufus on this one because he called this a year, two years ago. Yep. That Brad's not the guy for this team. And will Brad Stevens be a great NBA head coach somewhere else, or will be a great NBA? Will be a great college coach again? Maybe at Indiana. Hmm. Who knows? Who's on the board, but you need a guy in here who who can reinvigorate that locker room. Talk a little differently, do things a little differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you yeah. look at a guy like Popovich, how he did it for so long. Right. This league's different, man. You know, and that's what you have. Some you have some. You got a top ten player in in Tatum. You got a top fifteen guy in Brown. Kemba, when he's healthy, what? 
Bra- what, what, you say about Bra- what would you say about Brown? Top 15. Top 15 player. Yeah. Okay. It's not higher than that. No. 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 What? No. No. I can name you 14 players that are better than Jalen Brown right I'm now. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. You know, you know, you know I like him better than the other one, but that's okay. The ceiling. The floor is the ceiling. The floor is the ceiling. Thanks, Michael. This this is the ongoing debate. We talk about this all yeah. the time, but that's okay. That's all right. No, and you know, I agree with you. Brad Stevens, excellent coach. I think, you know, he came from the college realm, and I think that there is a ceiling there as well. Um, some of the stuff that you see them run, I mean, he's very good X's and O's guy. I don't know that it necessarily always works in the NBA. We always talk about the fact that once they're on the floor, I think at times they do their own thing. Um, but I can say, you know, listening to him, he's very intellectual. He knows the game. He doesn't. He doesn't light a fire under me. I can tell you that right now. You know, you need that guy who's going to come in there and 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 rev it up and, and get them going. And I don't know that that he's doing that. Um, you know, and, and and to your point, really, does he move on? Does he go back to college? Does he? I, I think he'll be successful. But you know, we we need to do some things because when I watch the game, I go, what is this rotation? This rotation stinks. So bad. Like, what is this rotation? I can't figure. You know what I mean? Like, usually, you by by midseason, you can figure things out. It's it's throwing stuff against the wall and and hoping it sticks. You know, it's. I don't know. I mean, I I know you've talked about a lot, but he's been late to the game on the Robert Williams thing. Oh, he's 25 minutes plus. Oh, that guy! Listen, the kid play, man. Something. He's something, and you know what? I love watching him because, again, you you just throw the ball up around the rim; he's going to go find it, you know. And he's a hell of a he's a hell of a rebounder, you know. And I know he's got some sort of medical issue. We talked about this before, um, yeah. some sort of pleasure in the knee or, or the hip. I want to say the hip, yeah, but it, it, it can be controlled. Um, if it helps him I, jump, you know, armpit high on the rim, uh, then so be it. So listen, I'll, I'll take it all day, every day, but I think you're going to see, I think you see a new, you know, new look Celtics next year. It's just a shame that we're, we're still talking about the same things a year later. Yeah, I know. You know, but let, let you know, let's, let's continue to talk about that. We're going to bring, we're going to bring somebody else in, in the conversation. Super excited to have our friend Brendan Curry with us here today. There he is. Good morning, guys. How hey, good doing? morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Long time. Yeah. No see. Love hearing some Celtics talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we want to talk to you about it. We'll get, get, get your take a little bit on, you know, Brandon and I obviously big fans and have been for a long time. And, you know, it's it's a struggle because, you know, you get in the game and everything looks good for a little bit. And then all of a sudden it just it just goes to pot, you know, and it's like uh, another one. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's interesting that so much blame has been on Stevens because I feel like really feel like this is Danny Ainge's problem. Yeah, like Danny Ainge just built a roster that's not that great. Right, and it's top heavy, and it's only really about four guys deep, and then you got, you know, five now with probably with Robert Williams, uh, and and then you got you know a couple of usable back end centers, and then no backup wings, and team nope. is a disaster, and Pritchard's been nice in moments, but he's got to be shooting well to be effective. He can't be your lead yep. playmaker. So I mean, I just look at him, you, you look at the roster they had two years ago. Which was oh. also a very disappointing season, the eight, <laughs> yeah. you know the Kyrie, the second Kyrie season yep. when they lost to the Bucks in the second round, Ugh. and it was in some ways that was like this season where they 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 kind of get rolling for four or five games and look good, and then they just go through these terrible stretches. But at least that season always had the hope of if they figure it out, yep. there's the talent here to win a championship. Right. right here, it's like well if they figure it out, maybe they're in the second round again. 
Right, right. You know, oh, yes. it, it, you, you've taken the ceiling off of this team. And I think so much of it is, uh, you know, the old saying, you know, one in the hand, two in the bush. <laughs> I feel like Danny Ainge has constantly been the, the two in the bush guy. Yeah. You know, you don't make the Jimmy Butler trade. You don't make the Paul George trade. You know, you know so right. many guys have been available over the years and they held on to the Memphis pick and they held on to the Sacramento pick thinking they're going to be so valuable. And by the time they came around, they'd lost that value. You didn't sell yep. high on them. You ended up buying low with Romeo Langford and Aaron Neesmith. Oh, and, uh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, we, I mean, wow. you know, maybe, maybe, you know, Neesmith, we probably haven't seen enough to, to fully right. decide on. Uh, and Langford, we really haven't seen any of, except for, you know, a game or two in the bubble where he looked decent. But, uh, right. yeah, it just, it just seems like so many guys left. They didn't get anything in return for them. You wonder if they'd be better off of just keeping Terry Rogier and never bringing Kemba in. Oh, scary <laughs> Terry. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I will say this, though. You're absolutely right. You know, we, we complain all the time about Jeff Teague. I mean, it's like, mm. why even have him on the floor? You know, I mean, and, and you heard I that. I don't know Nate. why he's playing over Neesmith. Like, I'd right. rather get a look. At this point, you're under 500. Right. You're not winning a championship. Get a look at Neesmith. See what he can yep. do. Like, yep. Teague's not part of the future of this team. Like, oh. Right. And right. I'd say the same probably about Tristan Thompson. I mean, he's been better than Teague, but. Right, you know, he's probably not part of the future of the franchise. So, you know, what, yeah. what are you doing? We try to not Thompson, talk. Thompson Dolan. plays hard. Thompson yeah, oh, plays yeah. hard when he he's plays, oh, I, I like him as a player, yeah. but is he going to be on the next great Celtics team? Like, no. So, not at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Yeah. So, so Brendan, we want to talk a little bit about you before we really get into this stuff. Um, right. we, we've known you for you know quite quite a while, obviously. Yeah, I'm not player. used to being the one being interviewed here. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was, was going to say that. We switch roles. Yeah. Yeah. Buckle, buckle up, buddy, because here we go. I'm going to be judging you on these questions. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, listen, really, what we want to talk to you about is we uh, we certainly know you know what you're capable of and, and all of the wonderful things that you've done for the South Coast area, but. Um, tell us how it all came about, how you how you got to where you are, and now that you've moved on a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, my story kind of starts off with uh, a, a kid who loves sports and fairly early on realized his future wasn't going to be playing them. So, you know, what was going to be the next step? You know, how do I stay sports adjacent? Um, and then, you know, kind of my other passion was, was writing. And uh, so I always kind of remember the moment that I, that I kind of really realized it was a a possibility. I was in seventh grade, actually. And uh, my dad, he claims he invented this like basketball card game. Um, <laughs> it's actually really kind of fun. You, you give yourself five positions and you play against another person and you score points. And I don't, you know, history will judge if he actually invented it or not. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit of an uh, you know, old wise tale. But anyway, um, so we used to play this game. And after we would play the games with each other, we, I would go and write a game story. Oh, that's awesome. About the game. And so you, you'd have five players. You would name them. So, you know, this was the 90s. And so, you know, my team had Jordan and Pippen and Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and, you know, all these guys that I loved in the 90s. And my dads would have Bob Pettit and Bob Cousy <laughs> and yeah, yeah. all the Bobs, I guess, Bob McAdoo. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, Anyway, so afterwards, I'd write up a game story, and I'd you know, make up quotes from the players who were on the teams and everything. And uh, one of my mom's childhood friends uh, worked for the Washington Post, and she was visiting, and my dad and I played a game, and I went and on the old uh, MacBook Pro laptop. That's awesome. Up, and uh, somehow it ended up in her hands, and she read it. And I remember her asking me, can I share this with my – she was teaching a journalism class at, I believe, American University. And she was like, can I bring this into class? 
And I was just like flabbergasted, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And I just remember thinking like, oh, what? maybe I could actually do this sports writing thing. Um, so, you know, I worked for my you know middle school newspaper. I worked for my high school newspaper. Uh, and then I went to Ithaca College in upstate New York. Uh, nice. And I uh, went to their journalism program and wrote for the Ithacan there and uh, kind of went all over the country doing a few internships. I did one in Vermont and one in Washington, D.C. and one in Los Angeles. And, uh, wow. You know, got some experience, uh, you know, back then on the, you know, I did one in Vermont that was with a newspaper getting, you know, back then print was still king. So getting that experience, uh, went down to the uh, Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area and did an internship for usatoday.com um, and kind of got to see how the website worked and the speed of that. And, uh, you know, things like uh, monitoring live chats were a big thing back then. You couldn't do anything with videos, you know, right? <laughs> You know, Bob Nightingale of USA Today would hold a live chat. And people would submit questions and yeah. you know, seeing the back end of that. And then uh, I went out to L.A. and actually uh, worked in writing ad copy for a little while, uh, which wow. was very interesting because, like, I'm used to, like, you got 30 minutes to write 600 words about something. Right. That Jeez. business, it's you have a week to write a sentence. But it better be the best dang sentence you ever wrote. You know, wow. you're basically coming up with taglines on advertisements for the most Jeez. part. So it was just you just sit there writing one sentence, then a different version of that sentence, and yeah, over and over again. So I did kind of realize I like the, uh, you know, the longer form better, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So and then I graduated and uh, took about a year off. Kind of, I took my gap year after college, I guess, before college. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> You know, went back and hung out with some high school buddies in an old frat house in Durham, New Hampshire for a while. And uh, sounds terrible. Had a, sounds had terrible. A blast. <laughs> <laughs> had the ATV track in the backyard. We built a little oh, yeah. mini Fenway, you know, wiffle ball and that oh, yeah. time. And, uh, and then finally I like, was like, all right, you know, I'm 22 now. I'd better, uh, you know, start cracking on a career here and uh, yeah. sent resumes all over the country. And I remember I got two job offers uh, on like back-to-back -back days or within a couple of days of each other. And uh, one was in Maine and one was in Wyoming. And uh, so I was asking my buddy, and the pay was pretty similar. And, and most of the other aspects of the job were pretty similar. So I was asking my buddies, I'm like, what should I do? And I always remember my one friend was like, hey, when you're an old man, you're sitting on your rocking chair in your front porch someday. You're never going to be like, I wish I spent one more year living in New England. Right. He's like, you'll be like, I wish I took that chance to go out and live somewhere new and experience something. So I was like, you know what? You're right. And I headed out to Wyoming and uh, wow. one year became four years, actually. And uh, it was really cool because I was it was just two little weeklies. Each one had one high school they covered. So I had two high schools and I was the beat guy. I, you know, I covered I was the one sports guy for those two high schools. And you really got to know the coaches and the players and the ADs and the athletic trainers and everything like really well. And it was great. And I, I had a blast. And I, I met my wife while I was out there. And oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. And then we ended up, we, uh, we went to Minnesota for a few years, uh, covered sports there for a couple of years. Uh, and then we were kind of looking at where we wanted to, we were going to get married. We we're looking where we wanted to settle down and we wanted to be New England. And uh, I'll give a shout out to Jonathan Comey, former sports editor of the Standard Times, took a chance on me. Yeah. And, uh, Awesome. Brought me in. Uh, my first year, I barely even wrote. I was, uh, I did mostly layout, you know. But I figured, hey, at least it, you know, gets me in, in the paper in the part of the country we want to live in. And uh, and uh, seven plus years of the Standard Times until this last December. Nice. That's awesome. That's nice. Shout cool. out. Also, shout out to John Comey. He'll be my son's baseball coach this spring. Oh, nice. Great, <laughs> great guy. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah, all, awesome. Is it still Alden Court or he's probably moved up a level? No, right? they're up in the, the Babe Ruth League now. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Ben's but, a good pitcher too, his son. Yeah. Yeah, I like Ben. Ben's a great yeah. kid. Yeah. He's got more hair than all of us combined. Oh, come on. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm working on it here. I'm, work- I'm not I sure can't... Ben's ever had a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's hey, I got to give a shout out to my wife who – Listen, I, she she must read my mind. I finished my cup of Ethiopian coffee, and she comes rolling in with an iced coffee. It's like, you know, serendipitous. Oh, jeez. Anywho, listen, Brendan, I got to, you know, I, I got to talk to you about this. Like, I, I've lived in New England my entire life. I've always thought about, hey, it would be great to move here. It would be cool to, like, you know, maybe retire here. You've been in like a multitude of places in a very I short. Yeah, there, there was one point in life where I lived in like eight states in like twelve years or something. My like that. goodness, that's and so so sports writing has taken you all over the map. It has, and then that's one of the joys of it too. Um, yep. And then of course, I've even gotten travel sometimes for the job itself. But uh, yeah, it's great. And you know, everyone's like, "Oh man, how'd you spend four years in Wyoming?" Or you know. And it's like, hey man, everywhere you go, there's good people right. and there's good things to do and you know, it's what you make of it. Honestly, the only place I lived that I didn't really enjoy was Los Angeles. That was yeah. that was probably the one place that uh, you know I'd love to go back and visit, but would probably never move back to. Yeah, yeah. Know, even if like the dream job was there or something, but it was, <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't quite my vibe. It was yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It's a <laughs> all, lot all about what you've accomplished, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Right, right. Well, that's 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 a wild story. That's a you know. So obviously, New England's it. New England. Yeah, is just open. Yeah, my wife and I own a house in uh, New Bedford, and uh, nice. You know, she uh, works at a school here in New Bedford, and uh, you know, my folks keep going. How long are you going to live there? And we're like, we just put forty thousand dollars worth of solar panels on the roof. We're not going anywhere. We're not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly. great. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, it, it is interesting to know how kind of home always falls. You know. Was, yeah. You know, yeah. I grew up in Vermont, New Hampshire, and I uh, went to all these other places and enjoyed it, and. You know, for certain stretches, probably didn't think I'd come back. But then, uh, you know, as you get older and some priorities change too, uh, you know, you find that home calls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're working for you're working for the Globe now. I am. I'm freelancing uh, part time. So uh, my full time job is taking care of two little kiddos. Nice. So stay at home dad during the day, and then I uh, put on my uh, sports reporter cape and uh, head out <laughs> nights and weekends, and uh, yeah, do some work for the Globe. I'm doing some work for a New Bedford Guide. Yep, saw and that. And um, I'm sh- um, hopefully doing some freelancing for a uh, new publication that's going to be coming out called the New Bedford Light. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, it'll be an online uh, organization there too. So, nice. Yeah, just kind of uh, you know figuring out the uh, filling in the cracks there uh, when I have some free time and you know hey. still uh, keep my toe in the business. That's awesome. Hey, lo- I love the fact that you know you get to spend time with your kids because Brandon and I talk about it all the time. You know, we got kids and 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 within the job that we have the weeks go by like this. It's just, you know, it's game to game to game and season to season. And man, I'll tell you the kids grow fast. So, you know, the fact that you get to spend, you know, a lot of time with them is good. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. My dad did it when I was a kid for a couple of years too. So I may be looking back on that with, uh, you know, fond memories, but yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I tell everyone I took a promotion, you know, (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah, absolutely. That's a a great way of looking at it. Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, once once the kids are both in school, I'll be back working full time and all that. And uh, yeah. this will be, uh, you know, a little sabbatical. So, yeah, that I'm, that's all right. Nothing wrong I'm with sure that. I'm sure I'll only look back on fondly. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, we'll, we'll remember the the uh, the times I'm yelling at him for not using the potty and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, been there. Been there. I love it. I love it. So, what's it like? What's it like working at the Globe? Now, you you must work with Craig Larson, right? Yep, exactly. Yep, he's my point person and a uh, great guy to work with. And uh, so far, it's been great. I mean, I'm literally only I've written maybe five things for him so far. So I'm still in the first couple of weeks here. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so far it's been some high school football, the little. Uh, NCAA women's hockey, uh, like Providence College made the tournament, did a little preview on that. And nice. got to do um, a really nice feature on Bob Prince, the baseball coach over at UMass Dartmouth. Yeah. Um, had an amazing moment where he was actually able to save a 12-year-old boy's life uh, with that. CPR. Yeah. Yes. So uh, at an AAU tournament over in Pennsylvania. So. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's been great. You know, it's uh, you know, it's definitely a little different. Like I was at a football game on Saturday and uh, you know, I went over to a couple of the Brockton high school players afterwards and I'm like, hey, can I grab you for a minute? I'm Brendan with the Boston Globe. And their faces light up a little bit different, uh, yeah. you know, than when you say, hey, I'm Brendan with the, the Standard Times, the local paper or something. So, you know, and, and for me, I mean, I'm sure like you guys, you know, grew up reading the Globe and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. every Sunday my favorite thing was to open up the Peter Gannon's baseball notes. And, <laughs> you know, grew yep. up on Bob Ryan and Jackie Mack and, you know. Shaughnessy and uh, Will McDonough and all those guys. So, you know, one of the few times I've like kind of fanboyed out, like in uh, when I was covering the Celtics, like in the media room, was the first time that I got to speak to Bob Ryan. And that was no way. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like meeting one of your idols and yeah. you're trying to play it cool, you know, like, hey, you know, we're, we're technically like, you know, co work, not co workers, but, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're doing the same job, but then right. you're trying to not pretend like you want an autograph <laughs> yeah definitely oh, so, yeah, awesome. no, it's, it's really cool it was really cool seeing that you know i, I had to go out the morning of my first story and drive around and pick up copies of the paper and uh, yeah so it, and it's kind of cool you know having that little bit of excitement too you know you've been doing one thing for, for seven or eight years and you know it, it be you know becomes a little routine right and uh it's nice to kind of get that little spark back too which is awesome <laughs> So let's talk about the elephant in the room, right? So we, we so we tweet out yesterday, you know, you know, that we're having you on and whatnot. And, you know, I'm, listen, it's been a long week. So I'm boom, 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 SC, S, I uncovered, the, <laughs> I uncovered the, I uncovered an old Lord defunct. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us yeah, about because that. I was just, um, you know, so I, I came to Standard Times and, you know, we were looking at kind of, uh, you know, pushing a little more of the digital product. Um, they've been doing a lot of cool stuff. They'd already been doing, you know, weekly YouTube videos on high school football and stuff like that. And they had this awesome Twitter feed that Lori Lose was running, yep. SC Varsity, that anyone in this area knows is yep. the go-to mm -hmm. source for high school sports. But we still also had a bunch of pro beat writers. Nick Collagio was amazing on the Bruins. Yeah. Um, John Kuchar was covering the Red Sox. Me and Tim Weisberg were doing some Celtic stuff. John Comey, you mentioned earlier, was doing some Patriots stuff, a lot with him. And they're just wasn't a great out, you know, we were posting the stuff on the website, but it wasn't finding right. as big of an audience as you'd like. So I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll create a separate Twitter feed that would be more focused on, you know, pros and some college and kind of the non high school sports. And, you know, we fed it for a couple of years and, you know, tried to do all the tagging and all that stuff. And uh, it just never quite caught on. And eventually we're like, you know, we got this other feed with 9,000 followers. <laughs> It'd probably be better if we just promoted everything through that season. So we eventually switched it over. But, you know, like every other business, you know, journalism and, and sports writing is a lot of trial and error and seeing what works and seeing what sticks and, you know, continuing with what works and, you know, getting rid of what doesn't. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I do have to tell you, you guys did a cool thing. Like, 
like I said, the YouTube videos, and then you were podcasting a little bit yeah, with Laurie. Yeah, we did podcast for a while, yeah. You, you've been quoted in my locker room in pregames more than once. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Nothing personal. No, no. I, and what I always <laughs> tell the kids and the coaches is, uh, you know, if I pick you, great. If I picked against you, I was great bulletin board material. <laughs> I love it's it. a win-win. I love it. It's it. it's so funny though. You do use bulletin board material, and, and we and we do use it. And like you said, it's no offense, but I rem- I specific and I'll never forget this. The year that I took over uh, basketball, Buddy picked us to go nine and eleven, and I was so upset that I go, you know, it couldn't give me the benefit of the doubt and at least say ten and ten. <laughs> it could go it could go either way. So you know, we were you know, it was it was evident that every game we wanted to, you know just to we prove were, yeah. wrong. And, you know, and we won 13 games, but that's, you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> Some coaches get mad when you pick them to win too often or pick well, them to be too good. Yeah. They're like, don't, don't put all those expectations on us. Yeah, and, of course, yeah, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders, right? Yeah. Right. Or, you know, I don't want these kids, you know, getting their heads too big or, yeah. 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 I think I did that to Lori the other night. She's like, you, I picked you to win. I went, ah, sorry, Lori. <laughs> you know, it's it always happens. tough early in the season too, especially when, you know, you're playing, you know, out of the area teams and you don't know yeah. as much about them. So yeah, it's always, as you know, I bet you if someone did a statistical analysis of the picks, they get a lot better as the season goes on. Oh yeah. You get a real sense of what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Early, early season's tough. You know, you never know what you're going to see. Right. No. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, obviously high school sports. So, you know, as recent as last week, you know, um, they, they're opening up the doors for for fans, 150 at venues. So that poses a problem for a lot of our schools. But um, really rolling into the spring, the MIA just, you know, the, the board of directors just approved spring tournaments. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah got to be excited. It's going to be great for the great for the kids. You know, we're, we're I think we're all excited to be talking about sports, and obviously the spring kind of you know got shafted last spring, and you know we're looking for a, you know a big opportunity for them. The only the only downside I see to it is is the way the way that it rolls out is you know you're looking at like the 11th or the 15th of June is is, is it, and then you've got this this tournament. Mm-hmm. So for us, I mean, we, we were penciled in through the through June, going to get like 14 or 15 games. You lose, you're out. Your season's, you know, you have this, there's some sort of caveat where you can roll back in and play games if you choose to. But at that point, who's really going to play? It's going to be hard to get the kids, yeah, right. out of school and stuff. Yeah, right. You know, so Family vacations will start. And, yeah. what, I, what I've learned is, is, you know, nothing's off the table in all of this. You know what I mean? Anything you can create, just about anything you can come up with to, to make it happen. I mean, certainly we're excited about the spring, but, you know, what's your thoughts on a, on a spring tournament, seeing as we haven't had tournaments in so long? Hey, I mean, anytime they can get a tournament in, you know, I've been happy that at least some of the leagues have been able to have conference championships. Like, you know, that, you know, that, that I'm sure that keeps the kids, you know, more motivated, having something to be playing for at the end of the season, you know, something that a goal that you can kind of collectively drive towards. Um, yeah. And obviously the state tournament, especially because, you know, some of these teams, some of these senior classes have been building up for a year like this, like right. kind of had 2021 circled for a couple of yeah. years is, you know, as we all know, like high school sports kind of go in waves a lot of times. Yep. And, you know, especially for those schools, that's enough wave and that's a year that they've been, you know, rooting for and, and circling. It's got to be exciting. I mean, I'm all for letting them, uh, you know, play as much postseason as they can as long as it's safe and, you yep. know, trust that the people uh, in Boston are, you know, making the smart decisions and as well as they can. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's nice we've seen a little bit of progression. I, you know, some schools that didn't allow fans in. Uh, in the fall or winter seasons are now allowing them in here in the fall two season. Right. Um, so, you know, 
I'm just happy I got to cover uh, three football games in nine days or something. So, yeah, it's just good to be back out there and watching yep. high school sports. And I have to say, football probably looks the most normal yeah. of any of the sports thus far. Like the fall, there was some real, like, watching soccer in the fall was almost like a different sport. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, football, you know, other than maybe some of the huddle stuff, and you know, obviously the practice and kind of how, what you guys have to do behind the scenes is mm -hmm. a lot different. But the product on the field – looks like football yeah yeah i was gonna ask you too i mean you were there friday night what and and i i thought to myself a few times like oh man I, i'm yelling stuff that i should, not everyone should be hearing or well you know what's it like there's no one there to hear it though right <laughs> well, well that's what you know what's it like being in that empty stadium i mean we played in this beautiful venue yeah. friday night and it, I, it over everything else you hear was, my voice i would say it was weirder it's almost weirder for the indoor one when you're almost in like an empty indoor yeah. room, like, yeah. 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 So that one was a little different. Cause like, you know, I've covered like a Tuesday, four o'clock, we've ever high soccer game on that field where there was only a handful of people there, but like Makes going sense. to a volleyball game where, and it was like a Dartmouth high and it's just like completely empty. Like you kind of felt like you were walking in, you know, a lot of times as, as a sports person, we walk in midway through the JV game. Right. And it kind of felt like you were just going in and it was a JV game or something. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So I'm sure for the athletes and the coaches, it was kind of hard to kind of get that adrenaline going like you would normally get. Mm -hmm. um, and then certainly some of the rivalry games where you normally just be a packed house. Um, those you certainly missed, uh, you know, but I think you've said before, Brandon, like you don't even normally hear the crowd much. So probably from your point of view, it didn't change a whole lot other than, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, self-muting at times. I guess. <laughs> I think I, I turned around at one point and, and we weren't, I don't know if what if we weren't socially distant on the silo or whatever. And I lost it a little bit. And I said, Oh shoot. I, that was, that was, a, that was aggressive. Try to reel that one back in a little bit. You know, so I think the one that I really heard was, uh, was nobody talks to the refs except me. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's a strict rule of mine. We don't do yeah. that. I've heard that yeah. once or twice. Every time I've I heard, heard you, you were making a good point. So <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so Brennan, you know, we're trying to do as much as we possibly can. I mean, obviously, uh, we've been doing this for a little bit. And when this was new, it was kind of like, oh, you know, like, yeah, we can do it even better. You know, so you're always trying to do things, you know, a little bit better than you did, you know, before or last week or whatever. So we took our first shot at the Facebook Live. Um, you know, I've been, I've, yeah, I've been doing some stuff with, with this. I thought maybe we might use this platform for games, uh, looked at, really looked at the, the Twitter feed with Periscope and, mm. and a lot of that is, you know, I think that for parents and older people, Facebook is really more of like their home. Mm. So you can reach the masses, uh, didn't realize until, uh, you know, about three or four minutes into the game when my soccer coach is texting me, he goes, Hey, I can hear everything in the booth. You're going to want to. <laughs> so I, well, go, I, was, oh. well, I was outside of the booth. I watched the first half from outside and then it was getting yeah. a little chilly. So I head inside yeah. the second half. I was like being outside. You could kind of hear stuff. You yeah. pick up some stuff and you know, the collision sound a little different. You can yeah, pick yeah. up a little bit of what the coaches are saying to each other and stuff. And uh, and so I went inside for the second half, and I didn't realize that. And I'm just in there going, well, rough first, uh, you know, actually the Cougars are hanging in there, you know, considering yeah. that, you know. And then somebody's like, you know, that's on. Like, they can hear you. And I was like, all right, I'll put it all on the record. So there's got to there's gotta be, you know, and I have to dig into this this week. There's got to be one, the one thing that I have to do is one, shut off the comments because it was, you know, my head was ready That's to pop off. That's probably the number one rule of the internet in general. Yeah, shut the comments off. But two, the comments off. Yeah. there's got to be a way that I can, uh, that I can mute, uh, you know, what's going on around, you know, so. Yeah, I wonder if you could even, uh, if you can buy one of those cheap, like, lavalier mics. 
yep. plug mm -hmm. it in and then just snake it out the window. And then maybe you get a little bit of, uh, you know, outside yeah. sound. See, um, yeah, look at, look at, he solved my problem already, coach. I'm all set. <laughs> I'm good now. Like you always say, surround yourself with good people. That's what surround happens. Yourself, you know? hey, listen, everybody, hey, listen, everybody brings something to the table. I'm taking that. I'm, Hey, got my mic right here. We'll use that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll exactly. rent it out. We'll rent it out. So I wanted to talk a little bit with, you know, Brandon and obviously at some point in the near end here, we're going to flip the script and we're going to let you do what you do best. We're going to let you ask all us right. a couple questions because I know that's, that's all up in your wheelhouse, but I wanted to talk to Brandon about the outlook for next week. We're going to be playing on a Saturday, which again, you know, you play the game where the game is. I mean, initially we were supposed to play on a Friday night and we know that we all like that. And, uh, you're going to be playing at Taunton High, which we've been there before and in beautiful venue. What's the outlook for the BP game, Coach? Well, um, you know, we know they'll be much improved over last year. Very, very well coached team. I mean, yep. Coach Paris, Coach Driver, they're very well coached. They always have good athletes. Um, I know that they're, they're going to like to throw the ball around a little bit, and uh, so that that'll be that'll be fun to change up our, our defense a little bit and see what they're going to do. Um, and they were very young last year. Um, that was made very clear. And I, I think they'll be much improved, and it's going to be a good battle for us. Our goal is to just get better. Um, we made too many, too, many, too many mental mistakes this week, very coachable things that had either been addressed that we need to continue to improve upon or are now teaching points to a young group. And, you know, we're, we're looking to improve. Um, the goal for the season – you know, send the seniors off on the high note. And it was awesome to see Ryan and Thomas both get in the end zone Friday night. Like that was a big one for me, you know, yep. crack that yep. nut, you know, and now it's a, I want to get, you know, over the season, Jared and Austin need to score touchdowns and we need to get those th types of things done. Um, but also to continue to progress those young guys that, that you know, there's a, a slew of great young athletes and, and tough, tough, tough football players in there that we just want to continue to progress and, you know, get a little bit better each week. And, you know, we looked at them yesterday in film and said, could see the points where we wore down, could see the yep. points where we reverted back to old habits because things get tough. But, you know, other than two guys, nobody on that field had ever played a two-way football game, varsity, for an entire game. So to continue to get improvement out of that, I mean, yep. are we going to win? Hell yeah, we're going to win. We always do. Um and with, if we don't win, will it be disappointing? Absolutely. Right. But we're just going to continue to progress while falling behind the leadership of four great seniors. Love that. Love that. You know. So we'll see. Well, we're looking forward to next week. It's always, you know, always, always, always a highlight. Baby. Game yeah. Day. Yeah. Game day is different. Don't Saturday talk to me on game day. It's traditional for you guys. It's not, you know, it's not like that's, uh, you know, throwing much of a wrench in for you guys. It's no longer preparing for Saturday games. Uh. It's no, no longer. It's no longer. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, Bonus day. you know, now that we've, you know, we're, and again, Brendan, you know, it's tough because in a traditional year, you know, we're going to play a night game at, on Olivera Field. We're rolling out the red carpet. You know, we're going to, it'll be a, you know, a ribbon cutting ceremony. I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen, but we're sure as heck going to play under the lights as soon as we possibly can. And it's looking Can't like wait to get out there and see it. Yeah, it's yeah. going to probably be the diamond game in two weeks. So you know, again, we go back to you know an empty stadium, uh, not a lot of people. Uh, you know, we love a buzz. You you've been in our gym. You know, we love you know yeah. to pack the place. Same as Cougar Cage is where it's at. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you know we love our fans, and it's and it's and it's difficult. You know, obviously. 
we're all parents here and you know you want to see your kids participate in everything that they do so i i get that i respect that and and, and certainly we're going to do our best with live streaming and getting the content out there if we can you know so but, well, i think that's actually one of the silver linings that's coming out of all this now all the schools are going to be live streaming mm. you know a few years ago you know a couple of schools maybe would live stream or the playoffs would be live streaming right. Now every grandparent down in Florida is going to be able to probably yeah. watch all their grandkids' games, you know, for an entire right. season. So you know, I think that you know, a couple of years from now we'll look back and be like, oh, there were maybe a couple of good things that kind of came out of yeah. all this, uh, you know, crazy right. year here. That's it is great a, for it, everybody, but the head coach. The head coach hates that. <laughs> well, I can tell you, the AD doesn't like it because it's just one more duty that uh, one more uh, thing to figure out. Yeah, isn't necessarily the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, but, do they have cell service there? Is there Wi-Fi? Uh, How do you? Yeah, yeah. Yep, there's that. There's that. So it, oh, they have cell service, but is it for you know? Old yeah, you guys know about cell service of it all. Oh, God. for the love of oh, God! I, I would always cover a game there, and then I would drive away in about I don't know two or three miles down the road. My phone is going. Bee, 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 yep. Bee. All the tweets you <laughs> yep. suddenly send. That's my day to day life, man. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna have a hot spot or two up there, so that that may help a little bit. We'll eventually, see. Matt hooked me up on the Wi-Fi, and then I was nice. <laughs> So, Brendan, we're going to. Some of those cool Wi Fi's, they like don't allow social medias and stuff. So, you know, even sometimes when you get on the Wi Fi, you couldn't right. open Twitter. What is this doing for me? Yeah. Right. right. I remember right. even using um, sometimes you could like text to tweet. You would text to like, I don't know what it was, 52225 or something like yep. that. <laughs> and it would send a tweet with whatever you texted. I tried to use that. But oh, my God. I know. Whatever you can do to get, you know, people, people love to follow along live. And uh, it's been cool in my career kind of going from nothing live to i still remember the first times i would tweet or facebook something from a game and people were like wait what i can find out yeah. what's going on midway yeah. through you know back in 2009 10 era oh yeah um till now when uh you know everyone could just watch every game live you know sometimes with even commentary yeah and that's a cool thing you know i i remember my dad grew up i grew up with my dad coaching football and every saturday morning it would he'd go to the you know go to cumberland's and get the globe to be able to see everybody's score and everything. Yeah. You didn't know what was going on around you mm -hmm. until you got the globe the next morning. Now, you know, first it's few years, I'm showing him like, hey, look at, <laughs> you know, they just did this and they did that. He's like, how the hell you know that? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the way the world works now. Um, so it, it definitely a cool advancement to, to be able to, to follow along like that. Absolutely. Untypical of what we do, Brendan. We're going to turn the reins over to you. Ask, ask what you want to ask. We usually do all the questions. We're turning it over to you. Ask whatever you want. Any, oh, anything. Yeah. Well, here's what they we talked about that. Uh, you know, the SCT Sports Twitter feed, right? That didn't take off. Yeah. Um, what's it been like for you guys, kind of, kind of building this podcast, and you know, kind of, because I'm sure early on, you, you probably the numbers, I'm sure weren't you yeah. weren't having a ton of listeners, a ton of right. views. One of the things that I think is is tough for people sometimes is to kind of fight through that early stages where there's not a lot and kind of get over the hump and kind right. of get some momentum going. What was that like for you guys? I think, I think, you know, and I'll let, turn it over to you, Brandon, because I know, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but for us, it was really like we're in the middle of this pandemic and we wanted to do something like productive, right? So, you know, and we're two guys that are, you probably set your clock by us. So we like a routine. This is, this, this was our, it was our routine. Um, starting out, we were using zoom and you know, it was, you know, I would, what would you call that? It was just kind of like, eh, you know, Grainy. so then we, we got a little grainy, really wasn't so good, you know, and, and, 
you know, the more that we've done it, the more we've really fallen in love with it and, and really enjoy bringing on, you know, people that, you know, that we respect and people that we, we enjoy talking with, you know, on a biweekly basis. And, and and it's been fun. It's been great. But, you know, building it, you're right. The, the early stages were tough. We had conversations with Nick Fryer and, uh, and, and West Sykes. And they're like, listen, you know, you got, you got to start somewhere, you know. So this is like a 35th or a 36th episode. Nice. We've been Congratulations. Doing yeah, thanks, thanks. We've been, you know, we're doing it a while. Um, but it's, it's, it's evolved, you know what I mean? It's with, with graphics and, and now, and I'll let Brandon talk about, you know, obviously connecting with uh, the Rufus rundown who gave us some great insights. Yeah. You know, Rufus Lucas Ferrer as a former, you know, student athlete Vaz, and, uh, he's been doing it a little bit longer than we have. And he's got a great thing going over there. He's up over a thousand subscribers and, right. and, and whatnot. And, you know, talking to him early on, uh, just getting some notes from him and whatnot. And, um, you know, one thing that Matt is very good at that I may not be as good at that Lucas had said is the persistence to continue to push, you know, to get a little yeah, bit more exactly. every time, okay. just the persistence to push, push, push. Matt, Matt's much better at that than I am. I fall into my zone. I, I get into my box. And if I have other things going on, I'm in my box. You know what I mean? Um, and when we reel each other in a little bit in that regard, um, I may be a little I, – I do a little bit more with the social media on, like, Instagram, TikTok, that kind of stuff, trying to capture different audiences. Right. Um, and Matt, Matt really puts a lot of it, you know, together. He does a lot of the back-end work for us. Um, and it, it's just been, you know, constant – like I said, the persistence, the constant outreach. The actual show itself is easy. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, this yeah. is We do this every day. This is no different than anything we typically do. Right. We just edit out. Well, we don't edit, but we, you know, we just yeah. reserve oh. ourselves to be public speakers instead of what we typically <laughs> would be. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it the the show itself is great. It's been a great outlet. Um, but the persistence to to keep putting ourselves out there and build the the brand, if you will, right. has really been the difference. I think so far. Well, and the funny thing thing too, Brennan, is is the fact that like. You know, it, everything evolves, right? Everything's always better than it was before. So, you know, uh, again, you know, to Brandon's point, you know, we've got it set up so that, you know, we're hitting every platform we possibly can through Spotify and Apple. And mm -hmm. that wasn't that wasn't the case early. So like the first two seasons. SoundCloud or something? Yeah. yeah so the, the first two seasons was uh, we would tape and then post mm -hmm. to YouTube. So we dipped our toe in the live thing and we realized like, you know, this isn't so bad. You know, we, we know how we know how to speak. We're not going to, you know, speak out of turn or worry about what we really say, because, again, you know, it's it's our opinion and whatnot. But I think what got Brandon the, the best was one day where I said to him, I go, hey, I go, uh, what do you what do you think about this? And I and I and I flipped a logo at him and he's like, oh, my God, like <laughs> so the logo production value is going through the roof. I, I said uh. him, I go, you know, you've arrived when there's a caricature of yourself. <laughs> So, you know, we're having a, we're having a blast and it's great to like, you know, we've had some friends on, we've had, you know, some colleagues on, we've had a lot of people that we respect and we, and we kind of reserve that right to not just have anybody on, you know? So here, here you are with us. And, you know, we saw you the other night and it was like, you know, it was a great, well, why don't we have him on? And, you know, he's, he's always a good, you know, a good conversation, you know, Pleasure to be here guys. Yeah. 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 And you know, you know, we've had uh, a couple people that have been repeat guests, you know, you very well could certainly be on that list. So, yeah. Hey, I got not, nothing going on Sunday mornings. Made some waffles and got on here. So. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Uh, well, listen, we, some players of the week, too, for, yeah, for the Globe. And then, I uh, love yeah, it. Nice. I love it. I love well, it. Listen, we, we want oh, we one wanna... more for you guys. What are the podcasts you like to listen to? Oh, okay. Ah, 
Well, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to my boy Rufus, the Rufus rundown. I'm all yes. over. Yes. Um, you know, and he actually got me onto a few different guys. Um, so, so, you know, Joe Rogan, he got me onto, which is, mm-hmm. you know, out there. I, I'm a big Michael, Michael Rappaport fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love him. You know <laughs> he's got I mean? the gift Just, of gab for sure. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He's great. Um, so those two I, I, I'm definitely loyal to weekly, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a lot of time. So I focus my efforts a lot on, on what we're doing here, but I definitely, I definitely will say that I'm always poking in and seeing what, what Rufus is doing. He's doing a great job. And, you know, I think for him too, like he's, he's got a gift and, you know, being, being his age, I think he's got his hand in a lot of things that, you know, that, that are right in the here and now where Brandon and I are kind of learning those things, you know? So, but, you know, I think we're doing a pretty good job and I think that, you know, our, our followers are, are enjoying it. And it's funny because, you know, when you're out and about, you know, whether you're getting gas, you're getting gas pumped or, you know, you're in the supermarket and you, you happen to have on a little, you know, podcast. Hey, I watch, I listen to that, you know, so it's, it's, it's good to get positive feedback. Yeah. Funny story too. earlier that the high school podcast we did. Yeah. We got way more response for that than anything you wrote and printed in the paper. Oh Even yeah. Though you look at you know, the story might be read by three times as many people as who listen to it. But when somebody saw you, they wanted to ask you about the podcast. Yep. Right. 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 It always be the high school draft was always the biggest one. Everyone oh, would be waiting yeah. for that. When's oh. that gonna come out? <laughs> you didn't take my son till the seventh round. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that one was uh, was a big hit right from Jump Street. Yeah, so. too funny. Funny story. Funny you say that about you know people asking whatever. Uh, my neighbor, a good friend of mine, he's uh, leaving for Iraq next week. Mm. He's, in the, he's in the army, whatever. Um, and so we had a little, yeah. little small ga- going away party yesterday afternoon, beautiful afternoon outdoors, whatever. And my dad shows up wearing the breakfast of champions hat. The kid <laughs> looks at me, goes, what the hell? Where's mine? I said, it was a limited, limited edition, man. He's like, we ship me one to Iraq. I'll wear it out there. I'll make it. <laughs> oh, listen. there you go. That's my <laughs> you know, store going. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. We're, we're going to get the podcast going. The merchandise is the next step. That's well, it, man. We we do have we do have a program supporter and and I am working on some some t-shirts for 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 guests and uh you know and us of course. So, you know, be on the lookout. I'm sure the Catman will make some good stuff. Always oh, yeah. does. Always does. Listen, I you know, we could do this for another hour, but you know, <laughs> you've got little guys and and I'm going to baseball, so uh <laughs> we really appreciate you joining us. Want to wish you luck with the Globe and the New Thank Bedford you. guide. Really appreciate you joining us. Always, always a pleasure to have you on with us, and uh, we'll we'll definitely do this again. Pleasure to be here, guys. Anytime. All right, thanks, thanks so much. Appreciate it.